You're listening to a very moody sports show brought to you by Moody and Sons Electrical. Call for any electrical needs at 478 4328, area code 864. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Moody Sports Page, and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Moody Sports Page on YouTube. Thanks for the support. <laughs> You're not recording. The mic was not on until just Mike's now. not hot. All right, so starting in Mike's four, not hot. Three. Mike's hot now. Three. Mike's not hot. Two. One. Uh, what are you? What was my cue? <laughs> <laughs> I had a cue. I was like, "Do I say my name?" <laughs> we already did that once. <laughs> we didn't rehearse this. Where's my script? <laughs> I was going to say restart at the uh, Have you watched any Braves games? <laughs> yeah, man. I just started from the top. Have you watched any Braves games this year, Dan? No, not yet. Not really. I mean, I caught... Uh, I think I caught one. I tried to catch one, and it was blacked out like they always are. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's hard part. to watch local games. I've it said it before. Sucks, dude. I actually got my new phone, the Galaxy Z Fold, because... I had such trouble getting Hornets games on an actual TV, but I can get it on my phone relatively easily. Of so, course. so uh, I'm I'm a big YouTube guy too, so the phone's working out, especially for Hornets games. But uh, yeah, I saw Freddie hit a home run on us in his first at bat for the Dodgers. Pretty much turned it off then. Haven't watched the game since. But I ask you this because what's this tomahawk, man? Ah, I'm pretty so, pretty sick. So uh, this is actually. This is like one of my favorite bigger sports than I things it was. I have. Uh, this is a tomahawk for a home tomahawk for the Atlanta Braves from the 1995 World Series. Shout out! So a little little homage back to the 95. That thing's World older Series. than both of us. This is older than both of us. It's got dust on it to prove it. But uh, I got this for my great grandmother, great great grandmother, great great grandmother. Um, so yeah, uh, and. I'm pretty sure, like everybody in the family, you know, you know what how that happens. Like, yeah. older family member passes away, and so you're going to go through. You go through the house, and like you're finding stuff. And like we were there for the weekend, and we were going through the house, and we were finding stuff. And like I stumbled across this thing, and I was like, nobody wanted it. I was like, nobody want. Like I'm totally snagging this. This thing's a great rep. Shout out Nanny. I think about Nanny yeah. every time. It's a good little rep. And, you know, shout out the Bravos. A little, it's, nice, it's, little World Series, man. That's literally what inspired my tattoo. My tattoo is literally that same exact shape. It's, uh, I don't know how appropriating oh, it is. Oh, for, boy. Oh. oh, boy. We'll fix her after the pod. Yikes. We're right into the thick of it. Yikes. So. <laughs> it happens. Yikes. <laughs> but uh, here we go. National news. So, omission from the upstate. Update. Update. We're dropping it on the Natty News is uh four years, Daniel. Four long down at first, but then ten game continuously improving years. For three years. For three. So James Borrego got fired, guys. So James oh, Borrego JB. James Borrego's out for the Hornets coach after four years. He went like 138 and for 164. Don't quote me on that. But uh, anyways, 30 games, net negative, under 500. Here's the thing about James Brigga. This hit home the other day because I was at the gym and I was wearing a Spurs shirt. Because I have a long sleeve Spurs shirt I got off a clearance rack. Because, you know what? I said the Spurs are my Western Conference team. They used to be the Mavs. But 
Spurs are my Western Conference team because I respect Popovich. James Verrego was a Popovich, like, right-hand man. Came on over. I was cool with it. Super stern. Emotion never changed. Uh, had a really deep voice. Uh, but, I mean, Verrego was cool, man. It's just like he never played the rookies. He didn't take chances. Very strict rotations. And, uh, I mean, we got embarrassed by Indiana last year in the play-in. And you get even more embarrassed by Atlanta Hawks this year in the play-in. And, uh, I mean, we still have some roster issues to address, clearly. But, uh, Michael, for now, Mitch Kupchak's still your GM. So, it was reporting both ways that it was a Mitch decision. It was a Michael decision to fire. Um, but let's be honest. It's, it's, it's a Michael decision. Yeah, it's a Michael decision. Everything's a you Michael know, decision. It's a top decision. Motion. Yeah. Because so. uh, that's just how the nature of the beast. But my thing is, is uh, I mean, yeah, I understand it. I just don't think it's time to bring in another developing coach. I understand coaches are good out of nowhere for really good teams, but those organizations are usually better than the Hornets organization is like as a whole. Like Toronto can withstand more, honestly, from a team-building perspective than Charlotte can losing a coach. So, And same thing with Boston. Like Ime... Is they got a new, relatively new coach in Boston's doing great post Brad Stevens. Yeah. So I I would love a Mark Jackson. I'd love a Frankie V for those at home Frank for Vogel. the kids at home. Frank Vogel, NBA champion, NBA champion has a ring, man. I mean, so that I think Frank Frankie V, Frank Vogel, fair Frank, fair option. Um, a fair Frankie, a fair Frankie. I just Frankie I'm, v. I'm with you, man. I personally I think it's tough when. Stan the, Van Gundy. The the Hornets showed improvement each year, and like I know what you're saying. Like you pass two play in tournaments, it goes poorly, and uh, you know you wanted a little more out of it. At the same time, it's like it's like the idea of if you're the Timberwolves right now, and like if you don't win this series, you've competed in this series. And so like for a team that literally had no playoff potential or even like relevancy in the past like decade, you now have, you now are there and like you're making them some noise. So you got to have those expectations. So I think with those Hornets, like you got to have the expectations of like, okay, we're not going to probably make the Eastern conference run. Like, you know, it may not happen, but you definitely can make the play in and then like see if it keeps building. I just think it's weird to go suddenly, okay, we're going to go back to the start of it. Cause like it's now just a reset of the culture. Like you got to reset your, you say that, but look at your Hawks, man. You had, um, who was at the helm? Lloyd Pierce, Lloyd Pierce. And then y'all went on a 17 game losing streak, fire the man. And then you've literally been to the playoffs two times in a row. Yeah. But like, I also think, if like in this, I think this is a fair thing to when we like bring around to the Hawks. If you bring up Nate McMillan, is a good example because he does make that good run in the playoff last year. Now they're talking but, about Nate but, McMillan but on I the think, hot seat. But I think it's a legitimate same thing to say. It's like Nate McMillan was living off the fact that Trey Young had a fantastic playoff run. That the the Hawks were all looking really good, playing well, and like everybody's hitting shots. But like now, let's look at the playoffs. Now playoffs. They're, play, they're playing against the Heat. And Spolstra, who's a better coach, as far as like, let's be, Spolstra's a great coach. Like, he's a good NBA coach. He's going to be like a Hall of Fame coach eventually. Um, Eric Spolstra, fantastic, fantastic coach. And the Heat, good team. And Nate McMillan, in the last game, last play of our, of the final, final, you know, game of your season, last play, you have five seconds. You have two timeouts. Out of the first timeout, 
you set have the play set up, and Okongwu has no clue what the play is. What were y'all I mean, doing for thirty seconds? I mean, J.R. Smith did the same thing. I, I, that's fine. That's fine. He just won. He just had a four point one well, academic that, player of the year. North so, Carolina INT. <laughs> golf champion. Four point I mean, that's impressive. But yeah, I mean, it happens. J.R. Smith. It happens with pressure. But at the same time, like that's what I'm saying. Is like Okongwu come out doesn't know the play. All right, Nate. So you take the timeout. The timeout, next timeout, the camera goes to Nate McMillan. He's standing with his three assistant coaches for half the timeout discussing what they're going to do. He sits down within five seconds of sitting down with the team to talk about the play. The buzzer's going off. They got to get back on the court. I'm like, see, that's right there. Nate McMillan, I don't know if he's going to be a guy that can win you a championship. And You're saying Nate McMillan is slow. I think, I think Nate McMillan... Is not built for those pressure situations wow. where like the the lights are on you and like that is that is a coaching thing. Like Nate McMillan, Eric Spolstra drew up a play. Uh, it was in the third quarter. It's not pressure time or anything, but like it's literally coming out of timeout and it it's a wide open layup. That is not that is not miscommunication on the defense. That that is literally Spolstra making a play that worked and got him a bucket. Mm-hmm. And if you're Nate McMillan and your team needs it. Your star, Trey Young, is struggling. DeAndre Hunter, who's got 35, just fouled out. You've got to make a play for that team. you got to do something. Like they, That's why you're Nate McMillan, the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks. So I think, with the, I think with the Hornets, if you're going, now that you're in the restart process, I think you do need to go with like Frankie Vogel. I think you got to go with somebody with some experience, somebody that has been in these situations where like Nate McMillan's been in these situations, but he's not successful in these situations. He is 1-8 against Eric Spolstra in the playoffs. And that's prior to the Hawks, too. So, I don't know. Bonafides. Bonafides, whatever you want to call them. So, Zach. That's not right. No, it's bonafide. Uh, Zach, NBA playoffs, uh, the rest of the Eastern Conference, uh, the Horn, not the Horn, the, the Celtics, the Seas, the Celtics, Brooklyn and uh, Brooklyn Nets are swept out of the playoffs by the Celtics. Jason Tatum leading the charge for the Celtics. Uh, had a great run in those four games. But bigger conversation is the struggling of the superstars in Brooklyn minus the playing uh, not non-playing Ben Simmons. I mean, you saw it all coming. I mean, it's self-destructive from the point where Kyrie and Kevin Durant, the two sensitive guys, get together and say they don't need coaches. you know. And then your coach is literally just a figurehead, Steve Nash, that y'all just, you know thought was a pretty good player back in the day or whatever. Maybe that's why you signed him. Steve Nash got his foot in the door, and I don't know. I mean, it obviously didn't go well for either of them. They both got eliminated 4-0 for the first time in the playoffs. First round exits for the first time, potentially, yeah. for both of them. And it makes LeBron's non-participation in the playoffs sting less for LeBron Nation. But really, Zach included. I used to be called a closet LeBron fan. I was about to say Zach. And then I came out as a full LeBron fan. I came out as a full LeBron fan eventually. Out of the closet, LeBron. We're all fan. partially LeBron fans. At Not true. A lot life. of people hate LeBron. There's a Get lot of conservative yourself. people that just hate Nike and LeBron and like everything, and it's just annoying. Get over yourselves. <laughs> Get over <laughs> yeah. yourselves. So Zach, bigger question. So obviously, Kyrie, KD, they're aging stars. But there's not an aging star in Brooklyn. But it's also, is he star? What is he? We don't know. He hasn't played. He said he was going to play. But... This is the best part. Before game three, the Nets come out 
with Ben Simmons and say that Ben Simmons will play in game four. And then he didn't play in game four. What do you make of all <laughs> what? It sounds like a lot of hoopla. Dude. A bunch of hoopla, man. And then he said he has a he thinks that the stress, like his mental health stress, causes a nerve block in his back, and that's why it hurts. He's so stressed out that he's hurting his back. I mean, tight, you need to loosen up, bud. Stop. stop You're hanging out so with tight. Kyrie too much. And yeah, that's another thing. You're, in. You're hanging out with Kyrie. That man is not a, a, a calming figure in life. It seems like he's a lot more stressed than anything. I'm KD with, seems stressed. I'm with you on the holistic stuff, but like, come on, man. They you, just weenie hut general. It dude. seems like a, a stressful place to be. And Ben Simmons, like, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, there. I didn't it play a like single a game this year, and I made forty-four place. million dollars. It's real stressful. I just think being around KD and Kyrie has to be stressful. Dude, you're playing basketball. It's not Steve stressful. Nash. Would be idea. Steve Nash has to be pulling hair out all the time. Uh, Toronto Raptors, 76ers, other... I haven't watched a single minute. The Sixers have looked... Heard James Harden's not good. James Harden's been struggling. The Raptors have been really good on defense. Scotty Barnes got injured, which is unfortunate. He was playing great, and they were unlike the the Hornets and uh, were let, was letting the rookie Scotty Barnes sort of lead the charge for the Raptors. Right now, it's really just Siakam. Fred VanVleet's also out, so really, pretty much you got Siakam playing in B. Siakam's a max player there, right? Yeah, Siakam's good. And Time I, to put up. Well, I think Siakam. And then they're playing fine. It's three two right now. They're going back to Toronto, so you know you could potentially push it a game, seven games. Um, and I don't personally think I would be stunned if the Sixers don't make it out of the first round because. Well, Embiid's got the excuse now, the thumb ligament thing. Yeah, well, but it's also like Embiid and Harden play. What are you doing? They, they, play, like, come fa- on. they play the foul game all the time. Like, they're just going to the foul line, and at some point, man, you're going to hit points where, like, people are just going to be making threes and stuff. We li- It's the point in the NBA where, like, you can get fouled all you want. If you're not hitting threes, at prob- you're probably not winning games. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. So, uh,. Uh, that's it for the Eastern Conference. Western Conference. Uh, currently, you got Golden State uh, up on the nug- the Nuggets three one. They're going to finish off that series tonight, most likely uh, here on Wednesday night. Uh, and then you got Mavs versus Utah Jazz. That's three two going. Come on, Mavs! I do believe that's going back to Utah. Um, we need the Mavs to win so Rudy Gobert can get traded to us for one player and a first-round pick on the cheap. We got an extra first-round pick because the Pelicans made the playoff. Oh, so really? now the Hornets have uh, two picks in the top 15. Very solid, very solid, uh, which means you also have good capital for I think we potential. Have, I think we have either 15 and 16 or 14 and 15. I said to Andy the other night watching the Pelicans game, which Pelicans playing the uh, Suns there, I do, I do believe they're Brandon Ingram, three t- tied 3-2. Brandon Ingram's having a fantastic playoff. I think, I think Brandon Ingram's, Ingram's a really good player. I think people have just never really given him an opportunity. But, like, now that he's in the Pelicans, he's the number one guy really outside McCollum. I think Brandon Ingram was fantastic. But watching the Pelicans, I said to Andy, what do you think about the Hornets getting Valanchunas? Sure. I think that's a solid. I, I just think. I don't think he's available. I think 
I think you're gonna. I think Rudy Gobert is a real possibility. Rudy Gobert, fantastic. Well, they're going sing to sing Gordon back when the when if if the Jazz when the Jazz get lost in this playoff round, they're probably getting blown up. Donovan Mitchell may get moved. He may be kept, but you're definitely moving Rudy, Rudy Gobert just because the age. You, don't, you probably don't want to keep holding on to that contract overall. So I'm with you. I'd see Rudy Gobert moving on out, and the Hornets are a solid spot to try to go get him, especially if you're trying to unload Gordon. Lamelo just throwing lobs to Rudy, man. Easy, hey, man. easy. <sighs> the Lob City is a fun thing, but sometimes it gets shut down. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> um, other Western Conference series is currently would be Timberwolves, uh, you, you uh, not Utah Jazz, Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, John Morant had probably the dunk of the year, dunk of the century, dunk of whatever you want to call it. Man, literally put a man in the grave last night on national <laughs> television. I swear to God, it was great, but it's still and it cool. wasn't even it wasn't defen- as cool as the Anthony Edwards. Listen, dunk. guys, I'm not talking about the defender. The defender was not put in the grave. He was put on a poster. That's what happened. He jumped from like Ian one Eagle, foot inside. The the announcer of the basketball game, Ian Eagle, may have died just based off his pure reaction. I was watching it, and he's sitting there, he's, and John Morant's going in. And, oh! And I was like, oh my God. It's man, a jawbreaker. It's a jawbreaker. What a throw of a line. But yeah, dude, I thought he died right there. I was like, I an eagle. Are you good? Right. Are you like me? When you say, when the word jawbreaker comes up, what do you think of? Ed, Ed, and Eddie, by far, they're eating the massive. Were you not, as a child, like always dreaming of getting to go to the store, go to the candy store, and get the jawbreaker? And then when I first ever did that, go to the candy store in the mall and bought the jawbreaker. It was not the size of what they bought in Ed and Ed, Eddie, where it stretched my face to 16 times the size. Oh my it was God. the size of a little ball. I was like, what the hell, man? Where's my jawbreaker? Yeah, I need frustrated. 50 cents it was frustrating. for a jawbreaker. <laughs> it was crazy, too. The Ed, Ed and Eddie literally struggled to acquire a dollar fifty every single episode. Dude, that was in the 90s. That's a lot of money. <laughs> it's dude. so funny. That could buy you like a quarter of a house in the 90s. <laughs> That's fair. Stay tuned for more mortgage information. <laughs> <laughs> mortgage information all over Spoon Moody Sports. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Jaw, uh, Anthony Edwards. I think Anthony His Edwards. His dunk was better. Anthony Edwards. That dunk from the baseline. Well, Last and, year? Dude, oh, my goodness. Anthony Edwards hit a big three to tie up the game right at the end. Anthony Edwards, <laughs> sorry about that. Anthony Edwards being a fa- is a fantastic player. Um, I'm just hoping to God at some point. Chat whispering. He's just telling the crowd to shut up. Nine <laughs> minutes left in the game. Nine minutes left Nine. in the game. And then Yammer Ant wins on the buzzer. I did. And that, this is not the, the, the Timberwolves John blew Rant. like a 20-point lead last game. And the Memphis Grizzlies got the win. Uh, two games ago, so not the first time we've seen the Timberwolves blow leads when they're a little over cocky and confident. Um, other than that, in the Western Conference, Zach, we have the you know what we didn't talk about in the Eastern Conference. Totally forgot yet again. Them damn Bucks are still in the playoffs. They're still Dude, running. Just the Bulls. wait till they're in Eastern Conference. They're going to be in this. We'll Everybody will blink and they'll be in the Eastern Conference Finals. And be like, holy cow! When you did think that Stan happen? Van Gundy will come to the Hornets? 
the, well, the, the young guys will not want SVP, well, dude. Dude, I like I like Stan Van Gundy. That little fun Stan Van Gundy. Stan, Stan the man. Stan the man. That's really why you want Stan Van Gundy, just so you can call him Stan the Stan man. Stan the minivan man. Uh, we talked about the other Western Conference: Suns, Pelicans. Uh, Suns up three two, going back to New Orleans. We'll see if that can. Brandon Ingram, go bonkers. Go bonkers off. Go and then off. at halftime, here comes Zion in Game Seven. Oh my God. The storylines, the meat Twitter would shut down. I Elon say you would, hold him out. Elon would have in a, the finals, a whole debacle if, if Zion came out halftime of Pelicans Game Seven in the finals. Elon would have a massive debacle to deal with. Twitter would be broken. He would and then have he to breaks fix the it. rim on his first dunk, and then they have to stop a game. <laughs> stop everything. We probably just stop the finals. Pelicans win. We're moving on to the next awesome. year. Awesome, Zion's cool back stuff. at halftime. Uh, you remember when you remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the mud dog won the bourbon ball? bourbon ball. Do you? Do you? I do, man. I will never forget. Shout out Bobby. Mud dogs, mud dogs, mud dogs. Anyways, man, NFL draft, man. Now that we're talking football, football. We're, talk, we're talking NFL draft. Fuel. B- Bobby Boucher, number one pick for sure, guaranteed. Tenth year in a row. <laughs> Tenth year in a row. If you're not taking Bobby, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But no, no. Uh, really. Jags first pick. Aiden Jags Hutchinson, number one most likely. Pick. Aiden Hutchinson, except for Zach, actually sports books. If you're looking at the sports books, if I'm you're, not. <laughs> if you're a betting man, a gambling guy, I don't. I'm not. I didn't got money to do that, but. Trayvon Walker, Georgia Bulldog edge rusher, has taken the top potential of being number one pick in the sports betting so, world. So, so you could say Aiden Hutchinson failed to keep contain of he failed to the keep first contain spot. of it. He, he did not keep contain. Trayvon dipped the shoulder, got around the edge. Yeah, man. Um, found a spot. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm not going to say what we're all thinking. But go on. What? Nothing. Didn't Give it to you. Know, no, it's not. I would take the Georgia player. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, man, listen. The dogs should have most players off that defense taken in the first round, but they won't be because the stats are Are you really going to take stuff. the Michigan defensive end over the Georgia defensive end? Dude, the fact that we have people talking about other D tackles outside of Jordan Davis. Because, How is he not because, the first Because pick? Jordan Davis getting talked about as like, oh, the man struggles with with playing time. He can't keep up. I'm like, no, he, he got off the field at Georgia because there's so many bodies that need playing time. This is the same reason Trayvon Walker had to use the combine, had to use his his pro day. Didn't to you build guys win stack. most games by we blowouts? Won, yeah, we blew people out. People aren't playing his second half. So that's my thing is this defense definitely could be pulling. Like The dogs are going to have a great draft. Should have a lot better than what it probably is going to be. But uh, offensively, t- tackle-wise, you got a couple good guys. Evan Neal out of Alabama is probably your number one offensive lineman currently. A lot of people like him because he's probably going to be like a you know pl- plug-and-play guy. You take him first round, he's plug-and-play. He's ready to go. Um, and with the NFL draft this season... You don't have as many surefire guys, especially like quarterback-wise. You got Malik Willis, you got Kenny Pickett, all these guys, uh, Matt Corral, all these guys are questions, uh, things to prove, not exactly guarantees. So you're not going to see as many, I I don't think you'll see as many people going for like the potential uh, pick versus, okay, this is a guy, Evan Neal. He proved himself at Alabama. He, he, He plays, he has film. 
We're going to get him. He's going to get plugged in and play. It sounds like outside wide receivers, it's a trenches draft. Exactly. Big trenches draft. Definitely huge in defensive. You got, like we talked about, uh, uh, cornerbacks that are getting taken, uh, potential. Uh, safety wise, you got Kyle Ham- Hamilton come out. Notre Dame's talking about potential of being one of the most ready, surefire go players uh, out of the draft. I've heard. So, who uh, are you, an NFL fan of this year? Me? Yeah. We're, oh, we're riding the Bills, baby. Again? Mafia still. I'm, I'm going to jump through a table eventually. <laughs> I just got to watch the back. I'm 25. Don't want to hurt it. But oh yeah, uh, Bills. Uh, actually, I'm going to note this now we're in the national news. NHL hockey coming up, playoffs. But listen, guys. Daniel Moody is claiming the San Jose Sharks as my NHL team right now, right here. What is this guy Love doing? my guys. They're the worst team in the Western Conference. So Carolina we're jumping. Ra- no, nah, bro, get out of here. I'm not jumping on bandwagons. I'm jumping on the worst team in the Western Conference. We're going to hop in. Also, you, choose- you could just be a Hornets Zach, fan. Zach, also, you choose Western Conference hockey teams. So when I say that I'm a, a Sharks fan, I don't have to watch the games. They're playing at 1030 at night. But box I'm going to keep a box score fan. And it's the beauty of it. Until we get to the playoffs. And the Sharks are making the playoffs next year, guys. We're coming on a run. I'm going to be right in the NHL next Dude, year. Dude, you should find the betting odds for that and put something like 10, put 10 bucks on it now. That would be a good move. I Dude, bets get interest if you put them in earlier. Yeah, I feel like that. Well, I don't know how it The works. odds may just be the set odds may, differently. The odds, will, the odds will change. And so my money may be worth more potential in the future. We'll see. I don't know. But San Jose Sharks, Moody go Sports Sharks. Betting pod. Anyways, I'm going to be a Buffalo Bills fan this year again. Zach, are you going to choose an NFL team? Are you going to ride just watching whoever? Fantasy guy? Are you going to be a fantasy team guy? Go Jags. Go Jags. You're a Jags guy. Trevor. Dude, Trayvon, join the Jags. I'll be with it. Anyways. Go Jags. There's a lot of, a lot of good players. I think most underrated. I need a Jags jersey. Player, I think most underrated uh, position potential is going to be running back. I think there's a lot of good running backs coming out, probably highlighted by, and obviously it sounds Homer, but I'm just being real. James Cook is a legitimate threat. He's going to be great. He's great running between the tackles. He got a lot bigger, a lot stronger this past offseason. This year proved he can run between the tackles. But literally, probably the best passing uh, pass-catching back coming out of the league out, or out of the college, and that's huge for the NFL right now. But uh, I think one of the most stacked positions for the draft, Zach, wide receiver. George Pickens, I saw first-rounder. George Pickens, Late. potential first-rounder. I mean, you got, you got Chris Olave. Garrett uh, Wilson's going to be a threat. Um, you got Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. Don't forget Justin Ross, your boy I, coming I, I out of Clemson. I didn't forget. I didn't forget. That's your guy. People going to sleep on Trevor him Lawrence said we need to snag him. Snag I him. did. You got to be – and that's something I'm intrigued to see is uh, you saw it with uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. They, were, they had a first-round pick. They didn't really know what to do. Joe Burrow's like, get Jamar Chase. Get Jamar Chase. Just do it. And then we see what happens with Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow, they go on a wild playoff run. They make the Super Bowl. Jamar Chase has a wild season as a rookie. Sets some records for sure. Um, So maybe this is something we see as a trend now where the Jags are going to listen to Trevor and be like, okay, maybe we go get Justin Ross because Trevor has confidence in him. He has that familiarity with him. Same reason we took... They took uh, Travis, perhaps, and Travis Etienne. Did you see the Travis Etienne uh, press conference? A little blurb about he was like, basically, they were like, you know, hey, man, so like, do you feel like 
sort of lucky that you missed all the stuff with all the debacle last year and stuff, and you, you sort of beat around the bush, but got to the point of saying, if I was going to miss a year, last year is probably the best year to miss. I, I mean, it's better than just taking hits for no reason, you know. That's fair. I mean, uh, so. it sucks that you're on an injury, but, you know, recovery processes have come a long way. Science. Science. Uh, I think linebacker also, another great Georgia class of linebackers. Nicobe Dean's going to be fantastic. Quay Walker, Channing Tindall's probably one of the fastest linebackers. Were those all three Georgia players? All three Georgia players. Daniel, stop talking about Georgia players. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it's hard not to, but yeah. This is going to be intriguing, man. I'm very excited for the draft tomorrow. Andrew Booth. Andrew Booth, Clemson Blair. Junior. Hey, man. there's a, It's going to be a great draft. I think it's going to be really good. Um, Aiden you doing anything for the draft? No, nah, but if you try, and watch, I love a first watch. round. I love a first round. I love watch. the first round for sure. Is there any NBA games tomorrow night? Do they compete with the? It's pretty much every day, bro. See, that's why I find the weird. NFL does not care really, when they schedule the NFL. I know that, but I just feel right like on. if I'm the NBA, I'm like, we're just gonna not do it Thursday night. We'll skip that. Everybody do your travel, and then we'll do it a uh, Friday night game. So your main time Friday, everybody's home watching and. Man, you don't I, I need to NFL, go to an nobody's NFL watching, game. Nobody's watching the NFL second round or you know third, fourth, fifth, and stuff like I that. I have no emotional connection to NFL games. I need to either go to a Panthers game or go to a Jags game and just see what feels better. Dude, I don't. I see. I don't have a big. I know I'm not a Falcons fan, but I should be a Falcons fan. We talked about this. Ah, oh, dude, the Falcons are such a hard team to be. I wouldn't be a Braves fan if there was a Charlotte alternative. Let's be honest. <sighs> Oh, come on. You love the Braves. Because there's not a Charlotte That's alternative. That's false. It's not true. That's so false. I don't like Atlanta. Yes, false. I don't That's like Atlanta false. Falcons. You I loved, used to be a Panthers you fan, loved, and I love the you Hornets. You loved Chipper Jones. No, I didn't. You I thought loved, Chipper whined. I thought oh Chipper whined. Oh, my God. This I, is ridiculous. I thought Chipper whined so much. The only time I liked Chipper was his last year when he was hitting switch, and he hit some home runs, and it was awesome. This is I debauchery. was an Andrew Jones fan. This is debauchery. I was an Andrew Jones fan. Andrew Jones was a beast he was a beast Raphael for call was a beast jeff runcourt's rookie year was awesome jason hayward i loved so there you go that's what i'm saying chipper jones get out of here that's why you like the braves it wasn't because it was the braves or in the you don't have a charlotte no, team. no if they i had, had a charlotte players team, for it if i had a charlotte team i just would have named off uh, billy billy davis you remember him hitting all those home runs for charlotte <laughs> zach i'm about to corn you i'm about to corn you on your argument right now well, you ready go, go ahead why aren't you a Hurricanes fan? Because I don't care about hockey. But that's a Charlotte team. I, don't, I still don't know what icing is. <laughs> I still don't understand icing. It's been decades. Dude, it's literally 100 degrees most of the year and where I'm from. <laughs> I don't think about hockey. I Even though we have an ice skating rink right down the road. It really is. Pavilion, man. I lived like two minutes from the pavilion. I used to go as a kid. I used to go hang out around the pavilion for to skateboard, but not go to the ice hockey. So game. I would go because I had two like girl cousins that were similar in age to me and my brother. So they liked ice skating. So we would go like growing up. But <laughs> I love the show. In middle school and high school, I'm just going to go ice skating as a dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, it would be a pretty funny skill to have, but you know, no. No, not no. about it. I quit rollerblading. I quit ice skating. <laughs> I mean, no. And hockey. I mean, dude, hockey's cool. but And I suck at the video game, so I never learned hockey oh, through the yeah, video Yeah, I feel game. you. That was the one thing, too, is like you could play like sports games and somewhat figure out sports rules, ba- like the rules of it mm-hmm. based on that. NHL can I assume do. it's just I, like lacrosse. But uh, I mean, it, it is just like lacrosse. I played NHL like two times, well, two times, and like 
the first time I played, I think I got like 17 to 18 uh, icing calls just because I, I couldn't NHL figure out that I, I, I should learn hockey. It was not but, good. Uh, I've never seen the Mighty Ducks. Never seen Miracle on Ice. Never seen the Mighty Ducks. No connection. Classic. Love Mighty Ducks, man. Seen Little Giants because I like football. Football's good. Although, I haven't watched a lot of USFL. But football's I don't good. watch football in the spring. I will if it's the XFL. Nah. The USFL has not been advertised well enough. And big note that my, that Andy keeps pointing out. All of it's played in Birmingham, so it's not like there's like there's no a home. home f- the XFL was gaining steam, bro. XFL is great. It's coming back. They it should be coming back 2023. I'm really excited. I hope the guy it comes back because man, I was down with it. I just uh, and it's cool too because there are definitely Clemson players, Georgia players, South Carolina players for all the USC fans out there. There there's players that out there that you know are good football players. That don't get an opportunity just because the NFL is such a small, like knit air knit group. You know, it's hard to get into it. So it's nice having that extra league for the players to go to. Like me getting to watch like Aaron Murray, even though Aaron Murray was awful for the Vipers. It was great seeing Aaron Murray out there again. I was like, look at there, there's Aaron Murray. Terrell Owens, forty well, yeah. forty nine years old, catching footballs in a text the plays in football league or whatever dude i tell you i follow uh follow a guy on instagram bob minery you know blah 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 whatever he is literally one of the owners he is the owner of the johnny manzel terrell owens team so i can't random God, what a on line on. all time johnny you manzel don't even have to say you you everyone who's a fan of that league or has even watched it will do exactly what you do they don't know what the team's called it's the Johnny Manziel it's Terrell Johnny, Owens yeah, team. Terrell team. They or the changed their name team. to the Dude, Johnny Manziel Terrell Well, and that's Owens. being said, too. It's Some people will probably refer to it as the Bob Minry team because that man... I don't know who is that a, is. Buffalo Wild Wings commercials. B-dubs? The B-dubs commercial. Do you remember the voice of the B-dubs commercial? It's not in the past, like, two years, but go back, like, five years and, like... I, I would play them right now, but I don't know what the hell that I would remember, do I remember, like, the... But, but it's a do very distinct. I'll play. We'll, we'll listen to it the pod. But yeah, Bob Minery and like he he built off that and he just kept building and now he has does the podcast with some guys called the Nelk Boys that I don't really know, but I guess are some social media people or whatever. And uh, he had major. He Bob Minery and the Nelk Boys actually were the first people to get the uh, Antonio Brown interview. After his whole blow up with Tampa Bay uh, on the Full Sin podcast is what it's called. Uh, so, I, yeah, but anyways, uh, so yeah, that's uh, happened to just be following him and watch his blow up into big stardom. It was a very random blow up into big stardom for Bob Henry yeah, for sure. Went from B dubs to that. Um, yeah, but that's a uh, anything. That's pretty much. I think that's it, football. man. National news, yep. draft, um, basketball, America. We're getting round two. America. Elon Musk bought Twitter. Elon Musk bought Twitter. Please, dear Lord, let me put 16 or more options in my polls if I want. Stop making me only have four. It's bullcrap. It's only four? It's only four. Fix Twitter. Hmm. Hashtag Elon, Elon. get on it. (laughs) What? 